This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com But today, I want to discuss a topic that is unclear to many and has tremendous halachic significance, which is the topic of Nefilat Apayim, which is Tahanun. Nefilat Apayim means falling on our faces. What is the source of Nefilat Apayim? And specifically, there are certain customs that are different from place to place. You'll see some, some, some places, if there's the Hilula or the yard site of a tzaddik, no Tachanun. By other places, there is going to be Tachanun. You can have some places by Mincha, they don't do Tachanun because it's such a rush. They don't say Tachanun. What's the source to that? There are some places that, you know, anytime you have any reason whatsoever, they don't do Tachanun. And there are, some communities where they do tachanun by falling on their hand. And others, like this Faradim nowadays, and you'll see why I say nowadays, we just sit down. So what's the difference? What's the difference? What's, it's a very important uh, gemara and, and discussions about the, the topic of tachanun that I, want to, that I want to present to you. Let's start with the gemara in Masechet. Bava Metziah Dafnun Tetamudbet. discusses over there that when Rabbi Eliezer was put into excommunication, was put into cherem. So the wife of Rabbi Eliezer, which was the sister of Rabban Gamliel, who was the prince at the time, and he's the one who actually, with his beddin, put Rabbi Eliezer into excommunication. She was worried that when he would do nefilat apayim, the power of prayer is so strong that her brother would die right away because he would because her brother hurt him. So she she knew that she was in beat. You know, her brother was in deep trouble. So every day, for some excuse, she found a way to distract him not to do nefilat apayim. And that way, he didn't, he, didn't, uh, he didn't do any damage. One day, she got mixed up whether it was Rosh Chodesh or not. It was a full day, a full moon of Rosh Chodesh or not. So she, she didn't distract him. She saw him doing nefilat apayim. She said, okay, that's it. My brother is gone. And not long after, they heard announcements in the street that Rabban Gamliel was niftar. See the power of nefilat apayim, such a strong power that that lo alenu, it's able to it's able to wipe someone away. So the the ridva, the ra'a, the rishonim ask, what's going on? I mean, every day she made sure he didn't do nefilat apayim. There wasn't one day she wasn't she wasn't she was able to be with him the whole whole day to make sure he didn't catch up and do tachanun. Says the ridva. Of course, uh, he did it. He did nefilat apayim. But he didn't do nefilat apayim straight after tefillah. She interrupted him. She interrupted him after Shmona Yisrael. She went to ask him a question. She went to bring him a cup of coffee. Something that distracted him that he wasn't able to do right after Shmona Yisrael nefilat apayim. There was a interruption. There was an interruption between Shmona Yisrael and Tachanun and nefilat apayim. And that's what lost its potency. Now what's the potency of nefilat apayim? The Rambam says that there's different forms of tefillah. There's the form of tefillah of when you sit, like ashre. Some are so particular that they actually sit during ashre. They don't just stand and or sit, optional. They actually sit during ashre. Then there's shmona isre, which is be'amida, standing up. And then the Rambam says there's another form of tefillah called hishtachavaya, which is bowing on the floor, literally lying down on the floor. And there's a prohibition to lie on... on um, on, on stone floor, 
There's a prohibition in the Torah, it's, except if it's in the Bet HaMikdash. So therefore the Rambam says the custom became, it's very famous Rambam, that the custom became to lie carpets on the in the synagogues so people could bow and do their Nefilat HaPayim properly. Now we don't see too many people bowing and doing Nefilat HaPayim, at least in our religion, right? Right? They don't do that. So what happens? So here we have a very important lesson. We see the power of Nefilat Apaim. The Zohar Kadosh says it's a double-edged sword. If somebody doesn't have proper kavanah, and he is, he is saying the Mizmor, David Nafshi Esa, I am giving my nefesh over. If he doesn't have proper kavanah, it could have a detrimental effect. It could harm him. So what we do nowadays is called Nefilat Apaim Light. We're not doing the same potency of nefilat apayim. The Ashkenazim do nefilat apayim with their hand, going like this. And that's because they're not doing the mizmor of le David nafshi Hashem Esa. They're not doing that same mizmor. They are doing another, they are doing another mizmor that doesn't have so much potency. But the Sfaradim say the mizmor that's written in the Zohar Kadosh that has tremendous power. If that's the case, Sfaradim who lie on their, on their hand, which is not exactly lying on the floor, but it's close to that, that has tremendous power. Indeed, I don't know if you know this, but by many Sfaradim, that was the custom all the time. In other words, if one would go to Morocco, even 80, 100 years ago, I have somebody in my shul that he, uh, uh, Rabbi Amar remembers that when he was growing up in, in Morocco, that's what they used, they sit down, they do nefilat apayim. That was the common custom in many Sephardic countries. But what happens is, we became chickens. What does that mean? That we knew that it has so much potency, if we're going to do it, we're not going to have proper kavanah. The son of Rav Ben-Siyun once told me that when his father, the great Rav Ben-Siyun knew on that day that he was feeling good and he had tremendous kavanah, he would do nefilat apayim. He would do nefilat apayim. So when it's a tremendous kavanah, you could accomplish a lot, but on the other hand, you can't. So we don't have so much, if, if you don't have proper kavanah, it could be dangerous. So nowadays that we don't have proper kavanah, we are concerned that it might have a detrimental effect. So that's why we just sit down and we say the Tehidim and we, we take for what it is, the power of what it is. But to understand the power of Nefilah Tapayim is so great, it's coming after Tefilah, it's the culmination of Tefilah, that the Rambam says you lie on the floor straight out to Hashem and say, I'm giving everything over to you Hashem. Mesiru Nefesh. It's dangerous, because if you don't have proper covenant for that, it could harm you. So that's why nowadays we do it in a diluted form. So, in Morocco, for example, and not only in Morocco, in Baghdad, the Zivchei Tzedek, Rav Abdallah Somech, who was the Rav of the Ben Ishchai, writes that they wouldn't do Tachanun Min Chatayim because people are busy at work and they can't concentrate. And that was the custom in many countries, as I mentioned, including Morocco. I know places till today, Mincha, they don't do Tachanun. I would think that nowadays it's different. Because in those days, Tachanun was very strong, they, they did Tachanun the way it was supposed to be done. And if a guy's in the middle of work and he's not focusing, it could be dangerous. So therefore they didn't do Nefilat Apayim. Because Nefilat Apayim, according to Halacha, not according to Kabbalah, but according to Halacha, it's a reshut, it's a permission, it's not an obligation. So therefore they didn't want to get into that story. Nowadays, we don't have Kavana anyways. So why not do Nefilat Apayim? Not only that, 
the Arizal writes that the Fidatapaim is an obligation. And therefore, it's not a good thing just for any reason whatsoever to let it go. Now, there are some Hasidim that you'll notice that any Yortzeit whatsoever they'll find, they'll, they'll, they won't do Tachanun. They won't do Tachanun for any Yortzeit whatsoever. And uh, they bring a Gemara that it says that when a Tzaddik is, is Niftar, it's a Yom Hilulei, it's a Regel, it's a holiday. So if it's a holiday, so we don't do Tachanun. Now, even I checked that even those uh, Hasidic circles that follow that opinion, that's only on Sadiqim that have a connection to them. Then they feel it's like a holiday. For example, Vizhnitz, the Vizhnitz Rebbe, Bells, the Bells Rebbe. But to just go ahead on every single yard site, uh, you're never going to say Tachanun. You can look at the calendar. There's these yard site apps. There's, there's Sadiqim every single day. As a matter of fact, Chabad doesn't, 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 says Tachanun even on their Rebbe's yurt sites, the Dalta Rebbe and the Gramash, uh, 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 the, 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 the previous Lubavitch Rebbe on, uh, what is it, Gimel Tammuz, they do, they, 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 they do Tachanun. I spoke to Rabbi Zayn about it actually, uh, yesterday. I saw him and he, he says, yes, on their birthday, they don't, on the birthday they don't. That's the interesting custom. On the birthday of the, of the Rebbe they don't. But, uh, when, when, on the day that he was Niftar, they say Tachanun. In Morocco, the custom was on Zayn Adar, which is the Yilulav Moshe Rabbeinu. There's Tachanunim, there's, there's, there's Tefilot, and there's Tachanu, there's, there's like extra supplications. So the Sfaradim never had this minhag because of Yortzites. I remember one day I was praying over here and somebody came over to me, oh, it's the Yortzite of Rabbi Rafael Ankawa. Rabbi Rafael Ankawa is the great Rabbanim of Morocco that I study his works literally every single day. I, 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 I toil in his works and who loves him more than I do? But I told him that's not the custom. Just every single day, the, that's not, we're never going to finish. That's number one. Number two, that was never the custom. On the contrary, it's the Ilulav. That's a regel that, it's very specific. What is mevatel tachanun or not? It's very specific. I'll give you another example. With this, I'm going to end. Is that is that Ravovadia Yosef has a teshuvah that when you're making a siyum on a masechta, you don't do tachanun. I haven't seen so many people. I, I haven't seen. I've seen people do this. Those who follow Ravovadia. But I don't remember this being a minhag kadum. There's not one posek before of Ovadia Yosef that mentioned this. He, he quotes a priyasadeh. This is in Yabiyomer Chelek uh, Dalet, I think. That he, he quotes a, uh, he, he quotes a sefer priyasadeh, which was a great chacham that says that maybe mincha, he, sometimes yes, but sometimes no, if it's Torah shelolishma. So then Ravavadia says no, it's mitoch shelolishma, balishma. In other words, some say that he shouldn't do tach- he should do tachanun because maybe the Torah wasn't learned lishma. On that Rav Avadya counters mitoshelo lishma balishma, but he says it's a holiday and it's a very good it's a very good svara that Rav Avadya says that comes from Avata Torah, as someone mentioned to me. But I haven't seen people noeg this way, so I'm curious to know uh, if if everyone follows this or not. I I I, I I'm surprised to see that nobody else writes uh, writes writes on it till now. So that siudat siyum, Rav Avadya says not to do. And I would imagine others argue. Bar Mitzvah, the minhag of many Sfaradim, including the Moroccans, is not to do Tachanun on the day of his Bar Mitzvah. That's a holiday for him. It's like a wedding for him. Uh, uh, that's the day that he went into Mitzvot. Whether it's his Bobayom, whether it's the day that he's celebrating, we don't do Tachanun. Hachnasat Sefer Torah. It's a holiday. We don't do Tachanun. There used to be a custom for seven days in Morocco they would make a party. Seven days. They knew how to party that day, then. For seven, and all seven days, the Sheva Brachot and Sefer Torah, they wouldn't do Tachanun. So there are specific times where Tachanun is not done. 
But when you don't have a reason specifically, it's not as potent as it used to be. There is a strong school of thought to say that you should still say Tachanun. So that is the, the basic rundown that Tachanun has tremendous power. We don't use it nowadays because it's a lethal weapon. And, uh, and, and approach with caution and with kavanah. Chazaku Baruch! You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.